Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it's Josh here. You are listening to the Murder Hobros, a podcast where my friends and I play role-playing games and we stay in touch through that medium. You are listening to game seven of our third season, which is our Ghosts of Saltmarsh game. I'm going to throw you in there in a minute. As always, though, if you are enjoying the show, please let us know. You can reach out to us on Twitter which is the only social media platform we are currently using. We are at Murder Hobros. Also, if you are enjoying the show or you have any feedback, please let us know. You can rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. That would probably be Acast, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And uh, that is a great way of supporting us and supporting the show as we continue to grow. So I'm going to throw you in, I think. This is the last episode where my friends are adventuring in the Lizardfolk Enclave. It draws to an end, and today we will find out whether they have been successful or not with their reconnaissance mission. And in broaching an agreement, a pact, a concord with the Lizardfolk when it comes to the growing Sahwagin threat. Enjoy the show! Right, so last game you uh, we finished Test. up the <laughs> chunk of twelve hours uh, where you were trying to, I guess, win the blessings of Othakin and her lizard folk, and towards the end, the last hour really before judgment, she has summoned you to her the training room basically, where where she seems to like to sit and watch her her people. Uh, on mass, start to train and, and whatnot, prepare for the Sahwagin. You did pretty good last time. You'd secured the trust of commoners, uh, general lizard folk and guards, shamans, 
the Merfolk, Sauriv, and the Lokathar. Um, basically everyone apart from Othakin, really, you've kind of got under your sway. And she sits resplendent in front of you in the training room. Um, she's sitting on like a wicker throne. And instead of training now, everyone's kind of like kneeled before her. And you are ushered down the middle. Um, there are guards, but again, they're not aggressively... You're not a prisoner. You're a guest at this point. And she looks at you for a moment. And she says... So, your time's almost up. I wanted to give you the opportunity to convince me of why we should join an alliance with the people of Saltmarsh and yourselves. So you have the floor. Convince me. And for this to work, I'm going to say each of you gets the chance to attempt to convince her uh, with your words or your actions or whatever. You can choose to let others um, take the lead. There is a criteria. This is like a mini game almost. Um, so it can be achieved. It can not. It can be failed. She sits and gives you guys the floor. What do you do? Hmm. I, I <clears throat> step forward and I say... Um, it's Saltmarsh, right? Yeah, the, your alliance with Saltmarsh is not of my concern. I don't know those people, but I am here to help you to defend against the Sahogin. That is all. No other agenda from my part. I bow, and then that's it, I guess. <laughs> okay. That was unexpected. Um, she... You see ripples of a little bit of, like, not shock, but... I guess mild surprise at this strange tactic, this brutal honesty, really. Um, she gives you a very slight nod and then looks to the other three. Is anybody from Saltmarsh in our group? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Just technically, uh, technically Strand would be the closest. I was, but Josh killed my character. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Strand would be the closest, being a dwarf connected to, I can't remember her name, the dwarf on the council, part of the dwarven community really there. I don't know how rooted he is to Saltmarsh. Is Uriel from Saltmarsh? No, mm. he's from the forest, right? From the forest, yeah. I think he's from the forest, yeah. He's been summoned in. It's basically just, yeah. Okay. Listen, um... What's wrong with your voice? <laughs> I got herpes licking lizard man cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the edit. You want some? Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> you want some? Persuasion chip. <laughs> no. Um, Go um, on. Listen, I've learned a lot while I've been walking around playing with your children yeah <laughs> <Playing around> here, <laughs> i've learned of uh samania and his cold indifference so 
I'm going to take the same approach. Either you decide to, or you don't. That's your choice. But your survival is at stake. Would you like a persuasion check for that? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get anything else, am I, with you? Because that's all you make me do. Probably not. I don't. If you can convince me of something else, but uh, can I? I don't think. I'd... Can I harness some religion in there? Because I'm literally trying to use. I think you're using it as a persuasion tool. It's not like. A... I don't think so. Whoa. One. Um. Unnatural one. She stony faced just looks at you and nods. And then she turns to the other. Can, two. can I openly say to her face, I think that went well? <laughs> she doesn't deign to respond to that. And she looks to Uriel and Strand. Okay. Either we join that together and we get this sorted here, or we move on and we start it back in town. And we end it there. You'll be gone. What does it matter? <laughs> wow. <laughs> there is a ripple of now open shock and almost uh, not hostility, but like, whoa, that was not how you speak to a queen. Make a persuasion check. Persuasion, persuasion. Get your persuasions in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20. Have that. She, th there you go. She puts her hand up and silences the rippled murmurs. And you see a smile on her face. And she nods and turns to look at you, Uriel. Queen, as you know, when we mm. first met, I said that actions would speak louder than words. And your actions here hosting us for these many hours has been very gracious. I am the type of person who likes to keep myself to myself. If I'm totally honest, I didn't even want to come on this quest. But having said that, I've spent some time with various folk, various lizard folk here in your kingdom. And I have to say, you've treated me like one of your own. We've eaten, we've laughed, we've played games, and I've not felt this kind of connection to anyone since being back in the forest. So when I came into the when I came into the cave, I was all against this. But now, if you'll have us, we're here to stand by your side to fight the Sacklekin. Good speech. Make a persuasion check. Vicky. Twenty. Mm. Twenty. Wow. The smile that began with speech, Strand's. Right? It was a good speech. <laughs> the, the smile that began with Strand's fucking brutal. It's a really interesting tactic you four demonstrated. Two like indifference, completely like we don't really give a fuck. Whatever, we'll do our thing. One like even more insolent that she actually seemed to respect, and then some kind words to back it up, and charming words at that. And she stands up. And she says, well, you make it easy for me to make my decision. You're strange people. I've watched you. And as I told you before, I've, I've spent time outside of the Lizardfolk communities. I've spent time watching your cultures and learning about them. And 
even amongst typical examples of dwarfs, tieflings, other similarly aligned Snuff races, Nebulid. you... Mm, amongst others, you are strange. You have earned the trust of my people. We have watched and judged you. Everybody that you've encountered trusts you. The children trust you. My guards have welcomed you. And some have grown to like your company, despite the language barrier. The shamans trust you. Our other guests and potential allies, the merfolk and the Lokathar, trust you. My chief advisor, Sauriv, trusts you. And I trust you. I'm happy for the alliance. You may go back to Saltmarsh. You may leave us. And you will also be welcome to rejoin us. Please tell Saltmarsh that we will have an alliance with them. We will include them. We will be in touch and we will send messengers and runners to solidify this alliance. But you will be the first. Please let them know we are not their enemy and we would welcome them to fight with us and yourselves should you be there on that day. Um, and she says, you may stay with us for as long as you see fit. You may leave when you like your weapons. And then she smiles at you, Uriel, because um, you've got some of them, <laughs> will, be re- will be returned to you. And I urge you to pass this message back safely so that we can put the Sahwagin threat to rest. She stands up, she smiles, and then she walks out of the room with her guards. Can I... Um... Sorry, that was a bike. Um, is there any way of contacting Hold on. Them? Did you say there was a bike? Yeah, it just <laughs> went round the... Oh, my window, sorry. Oh. Um... Yeah, so when we get back to Saltmarsh, we can, instead of having runners, like a sending stone or... Just ask for a mobile number. <laughs> mobile number. <laughs> I think it's 077-15250. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How did you know that by heart? Like... I was going to say, that's impressive <laughs> if you knew that off by heart. <laughs> Jesus (laughs) Fucking hell Why do you know that by heart? He doesn't, he's looked it up instantly (laughs) He's had a little think He's thought to himself, how can I sneak Josh's number in there? (laughs) Uh, I I guarantee he'll do it again Yeah, (laughs) I know he will Somehow Part of the number Maybe he's, okay. he's trying it in Klingon, I think. <laughs> I've got to get them all in before I fucking pass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, in answer to your question, Sia, uh, I don't know. They haven't got any clear magical... They've got shamans and stuff, but there's no magical items or artifacts. It could be pretty old school, sending people, scouts, yeah, cause what I'm uh, saying mess, is... literally runners. Yeah. I could send Tony. Fucking Tony. You could. No, what I mean yeah. is because 
if we're going back to Saltmarsh to get the three other people and their weapons and to say that there's an alliance the Saurian can uh, attack by then. So I'm just wondering if there's any sending stones that if anything happens we get alerted straight away. There's no sending stones you're aware of but um, I would say that the if the council accepts this and formalizes the uh, alliance I would assume they would send the lizard folk back possibly even with a sending stone or some some means to like lock this in and get it moving. I guess you'd have to relay those concerns to the Alliance themselves and see what they'd said. Okay, no worries. But that is good thinking. Um, what would you guys like to do? You're standing in the room. Uh, Lizard focus are just getting back to their business, really. You're welcome. Um, after a few minutes, uh, one of the guards comes back and uh, it would be um, Garrett, your friend, Uriel, hey. returns with all of the equipment that was taken from you and uh, he nods to you, Uriel, and to each of you and returns your equipment. Cool. I'd like to uh, put my hand on his shoulder. Garrett. And yeah, and not a nod and, and kind of give him that, 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 that respectful look to say, thank you. You know, you're cool. Uh, he, he, he nods. He smiles. He actually embraces you in a hug. And then he looks you in the face and he just says, Goodbye. Cool. Um, Can I ask? (laughs) Wow. um, uh, uh, Shale, you you speak uh, draconic, right? Yes. Can I? um, um, So I'll I'll look to Shale and say, Would you mind translating this for me? Um, Can you tell. Can you tell Garrett that uh, I am eternally thankful for his hospitality and I look forward to fighting by his side in the Great War? Uh, hello, mate. Is your name Garrett? Yeah. Uh, and I'll translate up. I'll translate the, the name exactly. Uh, the message uh, exactly. He, he, again, embraces you, uh, Uriel, smiles, puts an arm on your shoulder... And uh, he, I don't know if it, either he's not smart enough to like relay the message or whether it's just like he doesn't feel it's necessary, but he nods at you and then like put, it's a strange gesture. He puts a hand on like your bicep and um, kind of like pats the muscle and he's, he says uh, to you, not through um Shale, but to you, he says some things in Draconic, and Shale, you would hear him say, um, I'll fight beside you on the battlefield. Yeah, you you tight. We're good? Okay, awesome. Um, I guess at this point, I'd um, like to leave, because I've spent way too long in this cave. Um, so, give him a little wave, and then see if the rest of the gang want to wanna, wanna get on that boat and leave. Let's get on okay, that how you, boat. How are you guys going to get to the boat? I can swim and get the uh, sailors. Sailors? Yeah, to uh, bring the hmm. boat around. Okay, so you, you swim out the cave, signal can, them. Can, I, can and... I take one last chance to say, see you, mate? <laughs> to my mate. Uh, you're going to go all, all the way back to <laughs> the barracks. Yeah. Uh, you do go there, and he's not in there. It's empty. 
Um, you don't know where he is. He's perhaps on duty somewhere. I'm gonna go right. Would to you like see your mate on the wall? Okay. In draconic. Nice, clever. Okay, and, and then do you rejoin? Uh, and draw a self-portrait of myself so it will haunt him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, for the fun, make a sleight of hand check. Cool. Uh, double thumbs up <laughs> on the portrait as well. Uh, that's a 17. You're actually proud of your handiwork. It is... It's the right side of obscene and incredibly artistic. And, um, and like, just just as I go to leave, I put my hand against the picture and I just whisper, See you, mate. Like, it's, I've made a real <laughs> bond with him. Uh, and I'll kind of soak in the last of the dankness in this cave. Uh, before I go back to the jetty. Okay. You, you, by the time you get back to the jetty, you can see the the rowboat is coming through the cave. It looks uh, Oceanus is on it. The sea elf who was with you and and some of the a couple of the uh, guards that were provided by Saltmarsh. They look concerned, worried, and they see you guys surrounded by lizard folk, but looking naturally calm and at ease. And you can see like a furrowed brown brow of like the hell's going on but they pull in and oceana stands and says uh we all we all good don't, yeah, be, racist. Could... don't be racist we, we tight uh, excellent then uh we were worried uh, come aboard we'll take you away and there is a small like uh small group to wave you off you can see the two children the ones whose names translate as black and green i can't remember their uh draconic names off the top of my head but you see um rajesh one of the merfolk is there and um they and some of the guards including garrett and um they wave you off as the boat rows out wait hang on um, have any of you what weapons do you guys use a bow and arrow? They must have, yeah, they must have given our weapons back, surely. Yeah, but what yeah, weapons yeah, do you yeah, use? Yeah, I'm yeah. just... Warhammer. I got a glaive. What about you, Yuri? What, what do you use up close? Uh, short sword. Oh, I've got a long bow as well, I think. Uh, I'll um, walk up to you and I'll... Javelin, sorry. I'll offer you um, the long sword that I have because I've been carrying it around like a bastard sword and I look, I look ridiculous. Uh, have this, but why don't you give your short sword to your friend over there? Okay, that sounds. Where, where, where did you find this? Is is does does the queen know we've taken her property? It's 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 good. Like if I was gonna use one of these fucking pointy things, this is what I use. But I'm a bit more civilized than that. Like as he cuts open a rat and admires the offal inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll um, I'll I'll take the long sword and kind of weigh it up. You know, kind of look 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 down the sights, sway up the 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 uh, the, the the weight and, and give it a few few swings, and then um, yeah, do as um, Shale said and offer the uh, the short sword to who who was it you wanted me to give it to? Well, y- <laughs> sorry, uh, your buddy. Uh, oh, they're, de- they're desperately short of weapons anyway, so I think yeah. any would be useful when it gets you a bit of an Are you giving it the plus one longsword? Yeah. Short sword. It's nice. Um, Garrett gratefully receives Wait, it. Wait, no, no, no. I'm, this, I'm, giving, no. I'm giving Uriel the plus one. And oh, then, right. Uh, the short sword. Just a regular short sword. He still will gratefully receive this from 
from you, Uriel, and, and uh, I'm forgetting your name. Shale, sorry. And uh, as he does, um, a runner comes in, m- mumbles and whispers um, in the ear of a couple of the lizard folk. And a guard steps up to Garrett and says to him something in Draconic. And uh, Shale, you'll get this. Um, and then Garrett looks to him, responds, and they turn to you, uh, Shale. And Garrett says, will you take us as ambassadors? We've just been asked to accompany you to Saltmarsh. Myself, and he points to his companion, Vith. Um, I mean, we not we your people not miss you. We are not staying forever, but um, he checks his facts with the other, and they they speak. And Vith jumps in and says, "It's to formalize the alliance." Queen Othakin decided that maybe we should go as a goodwill gesture. I mean. My ship, you're fine, as long as you're a good crew. Garrett nods and says, we will help. Thank you for the sword. He nods to both you and uh, Uriel and says, we will come. And Garrett and Vith both get on board the uh, the rowing boat. Um, you are waved out and it paddles out of the cave. There's a little tunnel and it hits the open sea. And it's been a day since you've had proper sunlight. I know Uriel stepped out to get some, uh, but it's four in the afternoon. Uh, the sea's grey. It's bright. Um, the sky is kind of like full of just that white sheet of cloud that's really thin. Uh, but so it's it's a bright afternoon, a bit brisk and cold. And the crew paddle out um, two hundred feet out. Uh, everyone make a perception check please, towards the boat that's waiting. 17. 23. Hang on, I've tried to add Shawnee's longsword on, and I may have added like 30 to my sheet by accident. <laughs> <laughs> 10 for me. 6. Strange, you notice it first, uh, as you get about 200 feet uh, away into the sea, fighting the swell of waves, these little sets of rippling waves as the as the crew are almost struggling, but making progress uh, towards the boat. You see a shape up on the, the mountain that the lizard folk lair is, is cut into. Humanoid, hard to recognize from even this distance, but it's jumping up and down. And then you hear this like cupped echoing voice See ya, meat! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. A single tear will drip down. (laughs) Shower's face. You guys get back onto your vessel. Uh, Oceanus helps you aboard. Um... The crew are very happy to see you. You have like a skeleton crew, don't you? Was you supplied a crew or did you hire no, them? I can't remember. Two people, I think. We were skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we were going to hire people, but then we've got these lizard men as well. I'll put them to work. My, my crew <laughs> yeah, are the rest of the group, to be fair. So you've got a very light... Um... No, but yeah, I'm, it was basically you guys and the two yeah, guards, I'm, I'm wasn't it? I'm working yeah. them hard. Wow. Um, 
so the boat was basically left empty as Oceanus and the two guys went out to you. Um, so it will be all of you guys probably sailing the ship as a team to get it back. Um, are you guys happy to up anchor and, and go back now? Do it. We just want to... Do you. Cool. It doesn't take long. Um, I can't remember. Is it four hours or something like that? Half a day. So by about eight, the sun is set um, or is setting and you manage to return to Salt Marsh. You have to put in a pretty good shift. Um, it's physical, making sure the sails are lined out, that you're catching the right um, the right wind to put you on course. Um, but once you get away, there is a serenity almost that comes from the hard work and the satisfaction of a crew coming together, even a small crew coming together and taking this big old ship and having it do what you want. And um in four hours you return to the port of salt marsh and i'm going to put you back on the salt marsh map uh can i in that four uh, hours can i attempt to teach mm. them some common these lizard men <laughs> uh yeah make an intelligence check uh eight uh they can have one word each what would you like to give them Souffle. <laughs> Garrett learns souffle. He loves saying it. He has no idea what it means. Cool. And Vif? Um, cheese. <laughs> um, doppelganger. <laughs> he thinks he understands what it means. Uh, they both have those two words in their uh operating language so you pull up um it's dark and i was gonna say lexicon and thought pretentious um there are lights twinkling um around the coastal buildings of salt marsh and um you sneak into the docks and wait we don't up. we don't sneak well you slip into as a big vessel into the docks oh, well, and more up and um 18 plus uh, as as you um as you moor up you can see that the council is is waiting at the jetty for you they're up late <laughs> shouldn't you be asleep <laughs> it's past over team o'clock. <laughs> Hello there. Uh we did it. We're heroes again. Ida steps forward, so she is the lady with the uh she's quite a gruff lady, pragmatic, with this graying hair cut short. And mm-hmm. she says, Excellent, I see you've brought um lizard folk with you. Shall we step into our chambers? I mean, you can do you probably welcome them first she says uh, uh, follow us and you were led through um the short uh, journey across the market square that is now shut down for the evening and to the council rooms beyond um you are led by the members into the chamber hall uh oceana stays with the ship but and to be fair, uh, Garrett and Vith stay with Oceanus. He basically gestures them to stay. As 
you walk in, you can see the whole council is uh, is with you. So you've got Ida, the woman who you've just spoken to. You've got the older gentleman with this neatly trimmed beard and quite fancy wardrobe called Gellan, Gellan Primewater. You've got uh, Eliander Fireborn, the uh, peg-legged um, dragonborn with... Uh, he's the head of the guards, basically. He represents the royal army. Um, Manistrad Copperlocks, the link between Strand and uh, the council. She's the leader of the newly established dwarven mining operation in Saltmarsh. And she recommended Strand to help out with your little crew. And then there's Anders Solmore, the young boy, um, who seems to have probably inherited a position on the council. And Skerin wave chaser um Skerin would be this tall older man with short silver hair and he's very precise in his manners he's said very very little and he seems to act as a sort of um protective element for the boy um almost like his guardian and um anders stands when you come in and, and stood before them as they're all seated behind this this large table and the boy says how did you get on? Is that it? No welcome, Captain Shale and his crew. Well, welcome, Captain Shale and crew. How how, how did you get on? <laughs> we've we've had watchers looking for any signs of your boat. All the lizard men are dead, and we've taken a few prisoners. But job done. He looks like he thinks you're joking. <laughs> uh, he's joking. <laughs> now nah, we just kill the women and children <laughs> Gellin the dwarf uh, just kind of rubs her face and she says go on tell us tell us what's happened well, they've agreed an alliance they want their weapons and their people back but uh, they, an alliance they reckon there's going to be a problem with the uh, Sahwagin did I get that right yeah they look, I, fi- they I look fist bump Nikas if I get it right fist bump <laughs> Okay, and what are, are we? Are we aligned with the lizard folk against the Sahuagin? Is that what? I mean, yeah. If shit comes down, you've committed us to. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna need a full debrief of of everything you found out, and I'm gonna fast forward that. Um, I'm gonna say that you guys give them all of the information that they ask for, and they keep you there for about an hour, and they they provide drinks and food whilst you talk. Uh, and you get chairs brought in and, and whatnot once they're satisfied that, you know, they've got the, the basics. Down. And then, then we and played tag and, blah, 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 blah. and then the fucker was on the mountain <laughs> on the way we left and he said, see you, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, you've basically succeeded in your mission and you have forged an alliance, which I'll be honest, is not easy to do. Um, you did it pretty well, actually. You needed 50 points to secure the alliance and you scored 60. Um, 10 more. without Arthur Kent you was 45 so Arthur Kent got you 15 points so you'd actually would have failed without Arthur Kent uh, there are things that you could have chosen to do to swing it but uh, one of them being incredibly dangerous like TPK total death dangerous but you, you did it so I'm going to give you guys each 1600 experience points each uh, yep um, big big XP so on your character sheet, Sean, yeah. um, I'm just going to have a look at it too. Oh, On the very top of your character sheet, it says uh, level... Th- oh, it doesn't actually have... 
XP on yours. For, for ease, actually, to be honest, I'm going to level you all up to level four. Um, so where it says level, um, you may change it to four. I don't know where the number is. 2,700 is four. We are on 1,500. I'm going to bump you to four anyway, because the next bit you need to be level four for. So <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, that, that is the end of this chapter. It's only a short little thing, but I'm going to put you straight into chapter four. So that's chapter three, complete the danger of Dunwater. So um, is there anything else I can tell you from, from that? The council recognizes your, your role, basically, in this negotiation, and they do reward you as well as the XP that you've generated. Um, I can't remember what they promised you. So I think it was quite big. Um, 700 gold pieces is offered for the successful completion of the mission. So you don't each have that, I'm afraid. You have generated 700 gold pieces. I don't know if one of you wants to act as a treasurer or split it. But you get 700 gold pieces that very evening. Can we spend 100 of it to hire a crew? Um, you would need to hire a captain. No. Which I'm guessing is you. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally write here, Captain Shale. Strand. Shale, sorry. Get my fucking name right. I'm struggling with that today. I don't know why. You need a first mate. Uh, I think I said it, we said it was me. Okay, <laughs> I think I think I think you said that too. If if, if uh, Strand says that, and I'm like, I need a first mate, and I think if Sh- if Strand come up and went, I think it was me. He'd be like, all right then. Yes. So <laughs> even if we first first time. before I start delving through this, actually, as Captain Shale, what is your intelligence and charisma modifiers? <laughs> uh, my intelligence is a plus three. So I've yep. got seventeen charisma. charisma. It might go up. Do we get a? Does this get pushed at level? It's, I think it does actually. No, yeah. So, oh, you're at level four, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think these are going to get pushed. So I think my intelligence and my charisma are both going to go up because I think they're what I need next. Uh, then my charisma is currently minus one and nine, but I think they're both going to get pushed by one. So we'll go to okay. four and zero. Uh, I'm assuming you don't have proficiency with water vehicles. Uh, no. Do you have persuasion? I do. Uh, I have water vehicles. <laughs> no. That will be helpful. <laughs> do you have intimidation? No. Okay. I got all of these, by the way. <laughs> Literally all of it. First mate. But you would have never been say... on a boat before. Yeah, but I have... You hadn't had a drink before no, you but came up here. sinking boats go to the bottom of the sea, obviously. So Doesn't, I... doesn't mean you can pilot them. <laughs> He's sat in a lot that of That lady from the Titanic. The she's not a fucking expert, ca- like, um, <laughs> captain now, because she fucking sank on a boat. I'm just saying, I have all these. I mean, I'm she couldn't saying. even fucking lay on the plank properly. <laughs> Strand, as uh, first mate, your uh, main job is keeping the crew's morale high by providing <laughs> supervision, encouragement, and what I suspect your real speciality will be, discipline. Yeah. Uh, have you got a high charisma score? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, Captain First Mate. This is going to be fun. Um, this, I guess if you're dishing out uh, officer roles, there is bosun, quartermaster, surgeon, and cook left. Ooh, Does surgeon. anyone want to be bosun? What's the one that sits what? on top in the little When basket? do they get to fucking pick? I'm the fucking captain. All right, captain, who are you giving bosun? I don't know what that's called, Sean. I guess that's just a general crew member. Crow's Look nest? Out. No. What's crow's that? nest. The, the way Shao's going to work it out is Uriel has a bow. And he's a boy. <laughs> so he's a bosun. <laughs> 
All right, Uriel, <laughs> you are now bosun. Uh, I've written bosun twice. I don't know why. Uh, and uh, your basic job is to provide technical advice. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. To the captain and crew, and you lead repairs and maintenance <laughs> efforts. Thanks, thanks, mate. Have you got a high strength score out of interest? Uh, four, yeah. Good. Are you proficient with carpenter's tools? No. Are you athletic? Um, yeah, I think so. Again, good. I have all of you, these. You're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then that leaves quartermaster, surgeon, or cook for Nickass. Dear God, what, I knew he'd say it. <laughs> Straight away. Cook. cook. The most highly skilled member of the crew is the cook. <laughs> so your job, Nickass, will be. Am I actually the cook because with... I eat fish and all that jazz? <laughs> Yep. You well, it would just—but it, it would just it be takes more... one to know one. <laughs> 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 uh, your your job will be to work with the limited ingredients aboard the ship to make it would meals. Just be skilled... sushi. To be fair, kelp. My real argument is: Have you seen what's the fucking film with? Um, I can't even remember the fucker's name now. The fat judo guy. What? Oh, white tiger. Steven Seagal. Seagal. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's the film where he's the fucking cook and he's oh amazing. under siege. Under siege. Oh, that's that's my fucking thing. <laughs> How high is your constitution, Nikas? Constitution, it is sixteen, so plus three. Okay, so you actually seem to be an all-round good person on a boat, um, but and you probably do okay with being a cook. You will need to recruit a quartermaster and a surgeon. Uh, Crew-wise, um, I suppose I need to see what your Boat what does a quartermaster do? Run it. He's like so the a quartermaster battle guy. Plots the ship's course. Uh, they have to be able to read nautical charts, study weather and sea conditions. They need to be quite wise. Um, the surgeon does what you'd expect: tending injuries and illnesses. Uh, Sanitation is important. Intelligence is the key here. So they're two people that you'd need to employ. Um, I'm going to just check your. Ooh, where is it? Here you go. So, uh, travelers. Don't we have a druid and a uh, sea elf? Sample ships. So your boat is. Uh, you do have Oceanus. Don't we have the druid? And you've, what? Uh, Ferrin. Yeah. Ferrin left you guys to go back to his sea grove. Oh. You could try and convince him. Uh, he might actually be a good surgeon. You don't know about Oceanus, where his skills would lie. I'm just going to check. Can you remember what type of boat it was? Uh, one. Big one. Wow. Big one. It wasn't a galley, was it? An old wooden ship. I don't know. What was it called? Can you remember? It was uh, ghost. Sea ghost. Oh. It was... What did you call it? It was the Sea Ghost. No. No, you called it something else, didn't you? Oh, it's called the... Shiitake Sunrise. Yeah, Shiitake yeah. Sunrise, yeah. but it was the Sea Ghost. All right. So I'm just going to have a look. It's not a sailing ship. That's too small. It might be a warship. It's not a warship. Uh, it was from those people in that cave trying to. It's, the, it's here. It's the sea ghost. I found it. So I literally said that eight times. Sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see it on my things. Sea ghost. Before. It's the sea ghost. You need five general crew members. So. Ah, oh, you should have made Nickass the sturgeon. So you've got a quartermaster really role to fill. The sur the surgeon is it. Do you get um, sturgeons of fish? Yeah. Wasted. Wasted. <laughs> <laughs>
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.